Welcome to the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you as always, and it is an interesting week, folks. It has been an interesting week, and it continues to be one, as we have not played basketball this week. Not Monday, not Tuesday, not Thursday or Friday night, not last night. Of course, this morning, we are not Uh, able to get out live we didn't want to put uh, anybody players coaches uh, or anybody else at risk so please if you're at home stay home stay safe if you have to get out today uh, take it easy take it slow uh, use caution please and thank you that doesn't mean we don't have a show though we catch up with so many coaches from across the uc asking each and every one of them how in the world they have dealt with one of the most unprecedented weeks in high school basketball across the state of Tennessee. Not just no games, most of them no practices, no shoot-arounds, no getting out of the house, can't see your players, right? (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, It has been quite a week. Cannot wait to talk to each and every one of these coaches, ask them how they have individually dealt with not being able to get into a gym, not being able to practice, not being able to play a game. You're going to hear from coaches from York to Cookville, Smithville, McMinnville, Livingston, and everywhere in between. We will hit them all here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the High School Playbook. We tip it off with Warren County head coach Danny Fish. The Pioneers were one of the hottest teams across the UC before we began this crazy unprecedented week of nothingness. They're 3-0 in district play. They had won their last three games, all district games. They'd won four of their last five games total. Coach Fish, before we get into uh, basketball on the floor uh, and the hot you know, streak you guys have been on here over the last couple of weeks, uh, you've been around this game quite a long time. Uh, you've coached. You've been a parent. You've been... Uh, in all these different aspects, have you ever seen anything like what we're currently in the middle of, postponing multiple district games, no practices, no shoot-arounds, nothing for a week plus? Oh, not really. I mean, it's, it's been kind of nuts this week. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure everybody's uh, in the same boat. Everybody's itching to get back and get started. You know, uh, everybody's in the middle of their seasons and you know, the teams that, you know, might be playing well, wish that we, you know, could stay in the gym and keep it rolling. And, you know, maybe some teams that, you know, needed some people to heal up a little bit or, or something, probably glad that we that we're off. That way they get their, their guys back. So, I mean, it works in, you know, a bunch of different ways. But at the same time, I think that, you know, pretty much everybody in the state of Tennessee is, is in the same boat and a lot of a lot of teams are going to be playing three to four games a week over the next couple of weeks and uh you know uh we'll be in the same boat i think we got four this week and then three the following week and three the following week so um you know we'll uh we'll definitely be tested in different ways so but it's just been an interesting week i've i've never seen this in basketball you know i've coached spring sports for 20 years too and uh you know it wasn't uncommon to get a week worth of rain and get rained out but you know that's the reason why i kind of like basketball same temperature every day in the gym so but i I think everybody's probably in the same boat what's been your message uh to and with your guys as you've tried to communicate a little bit uh just in terms of uh, staying mentally sharp staying in shape 
uh, and obviously trying to get back as soon as possible. I, you know, I mean, just stay ready, I guess. Uh, watch some film. Um, you know, we got you know four games next week. You know, just be up to up to pace on the film. You know, when we're able to get back in, we thought we might be able to get back in today, but you know, after that sleet and some snow this morning, uh, we weren't allowed to get back in the gym today. So hopefully tomorrow, you know, the guys will. I'll be able to get in there and get their legs underneath them, you know, for two days before we start playing. But, you know, probably just catching up on film and, uh, you know, trying to find some stuff to do at home, I guess. Uh, I mean, for my own kid, I know how hard that is for other people's children, too. But uh, my guy, he's just they playing a lot of 2K and sledding and, you know, doing things that kids want to do. You know, uh, we forget that, you know, they are still kids, even though that they're athletes. And most of the athletes, you know, play – two some even three sports so they don't ever get you know that downtime to just kind of be a kid too um but you gotta you gotta kind of control that and you know um you know mix in that stuff but you know kids are just uh they're different these days i i feel like our guys will be ready just need a day or two to practice get, kind of get back in the swing of things and then you know kind of see where we're at from there but um just really a lot of film watching i know that you know at my house uh myself included and you know you know watched you know a lot of film this week in between uh putting my puzzles together <laughs> <laughs> well coach you mentioned it earlier at uh, teams that are uh you know kind of on a bit of a streak maybe you didn't want to see this you guys were one of those teams obviously your answer is going to have changed a little bit i would assume now with uh the week off you wish you could have kept going but what is the feeling uh for yourself and and around the guys uh, knowing the way you guys started, and now you sit three and zero in district play. Uh, you know, uh, I think that you know we just gotta, you know, get them back in the gym. You know, we're a relatively young team, so uh, I think with young teams, it's harder to give them breaks because they kind of get in, get stuck in a lull, and a little bit, you know, maybe more difficult to get them out of that. It might take just a little bit longer. You know, older teams sometimes have a tendency to stay a little bit more ready because, you know, there's more urgency, you know, because they may have five or six seniors. And it's just a different mentality of each team. You know, each team, each year is just different. Um, you know, I try to, you know, fit my philosophy that fits my personnel and fits my team for that year. You know, we still keep the same standards and expectations, but at the same time we have to, you know, either gear down or speed up, uh, just depending on, you know, the personnel. Um, our guys, they're so laid back that that they probably, you know, they're probably itching to get in the gym. I know that, you know, most of them text me, but at the same time, you know, we we want to keep it rolling. Um, you know, we're going to work hard to keep it rolling and to get back in the swing of things. But, you know, I tell our guys, everything's preseason to the postseason. I mean, all these games, they mean stuff and yeah we want to win another district championship but at the same time you know teams are going to be judged on how they advance in the postseason not if they win a regular season district championship which that's good and that goes up on the wall and we'd be very proud of that you know but at the same time you know we're we're more concerned about playing our best and you know that second third week in february than we are that second third week in january um you know even though we like i said we want to keep it rolling um but right now we just halted by mother nature <laughs> certainly halted by mother nature uh, warren county pioneers head coach danny fish with us on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders
Head coach Danny Fish, Warring County Pioneers basketball, had so much to say, we had to stop in the middle in segment one so we could get to a break. So now here is the rest of our interview with head coach Danny Fish starting off with just trying to get some practice in over the weekend. Hoping to get some practice time in over the weekend, but whether you do or don't, uh, your first game back, hope again, hopefully, tentatively, yeah. is is Monday night. Uh, you get yeah. to take on DeKalb County. Oh, what is that going to be like? What's what's helpful about coming off of a crazy week like this? You get to get back in the gym at home and against a non-district opponent who also, though, presents several challenges. Uh, you know, I mean, Joey does a great job at DeKalb. They have, you know, a very talented team. You know, probably one of the most talented individual players in the Upper Cumberland with Connor Close. Uh, it's definitely an advantage for us, um, you know, getting in, and I think for them too, uh, getting in a non-district game after being such a layoff. I mean, we're playing a JV game that day and then playing a varsity game that night. So we're definitely, between he and I, we're trying to get in as many minutes for our guys before we play, you know, the next night versus Lincoln, which is, you know, a money game is what we call them. Um, you know, and then we got, you know, two district games at the end of the week. But it, I think it's a, I think it's an advantage for us kind of work through that and be able to work the kinks out, you know, maybe in that game and, you know, come back the next day feeling really good. Um, but, you know, the cab, they, they beat us there at the cab earlier this year and played a really good game. And, uh, you know, I didn't think that, thought that we played okay, but didn't shoot the ball real great. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll come out ready to play on Monday and, you know, win, lose or draw. We, we're going to have the same plan about, you know, rotating our guys, making sure our guys get our minutes and uh, making sure that we're just ready to go for, you know, Tuesday, you know, Friday and Saturday because, uh, you know, at this point in the season, you know, records are good, but, you know, you, those district matchups is what's going to, you know, propel you in the postseason. And we, we're sitting in the catbird seat right now and we want to stay there because, you know, having that number one seed in the district tournament's always a positive to where you're playing that first game at home and then you know you line up again in, in the next game and the winner of the four five instead of the two three so uh possibly so i mean we just we just want to keep doing what we're doing and uh you know continue to just focus on one game at a time one week at a time and you know hopefully you know by the end of the year we'll be you know where we want to be at speaking of one week at a time final question for you here coach fish uh Four games next week, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. How do you, entering that week, how do you go ahead and plan to keep your guys' legs legs fresh, minds sharp, you know, so that you don't get to game three, game four, Friday, Saturday, uh, and feel like you're walking in at a disadvantage? Yeah, and they're all big games, too. I mean, I think, you know, uh, the legs getting under them, will be the big key, you know, for the next couple of days is just kind of getting their legs back and the wind back, you know. Uh, uh, I think they should be, you know, mentally fresh. Um, but then again, you know, I mean, you play, you know, back-to-back at home and then you go, you know, you got Lincoln on at home on Tuesday and then you're at Spring Hill on Friday and then, you know, you're at Coffee on Saturday. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a grind for us. Um, a lot of our guys have, you know, this is their first time being through moments like these. So, you know, we're dealing with that also. Um, you know, we really have only three returning players that played a lot of minutes for us, a lot of minutes and crucial minutes. But, 
you know, our guys are starting to adapt and they're starting to uh, realize their roles and, you know, starting to figure out what it what it takes for us to be good and what they have to do for that to be possible. And, you know, we'll I think, you know, maybe next week might be the week where we where we have to, you know, kind of manage practice a little bit, you know, seven, eight games over over 12 days is a lot. Then I think this week, you know, because it is a Friday-Saturday game, it kind of almost stacks up like a postseason run where you play Monday-Tuesday and then you turn around and play Thursday-Friday or Friday-Saturday. So um, kind of getting a taste of, you know, the, what that district tournament slash regional tournament, you know, format will be like over the next two weeks. So be interested to see how we handle that, you know, both physically and mentally. Warren County Pioneers head coach Danny Fish with us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. From McMinnville to Smithville, two opponents who will play each other Monday night, we go from Warren County head coach Danny Fish to DeKalb County boys head coach Joey Agee now on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Ag, I I don't know a better place to start, or maybe a weirder place to start, if you want to look at it that way, than uh, the week that we have currently are in and have been through. You've been around the game a long time. Two district games, Tuesday and Friday, having to be postponed is nearly unprecedented. Uh, just what has this week been like for you? What has this week been like uh, for your guys as you've communicated with them? Well, I mean, uh, obviously. Uh, Especially where we're at, uh, a lot of back roads, a lot of kids live on back roads. So, uh, practicing has been out of the question. Uh, we was going to try to go in, uh, today just for open gym and got up this morning. And the roads were probably worse today than they were yesterday. So I went ahead and canceled it. Uh, we're going to try to get them in sometime this weekend, but you know, with the weather, I don't know if it's ever going to get warm enough to melt off enough to be able to get out, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to put everybody in a bad situation. You're going to have to probably play back-to-back nights and district opponents. So, uh, yeah, it's just been a, it's been a weird, weird situation. When you do finally get your team back in a gym, kind of back on a schedule, what is kind of the plan? If you know you're going to have to play three games in a week or, or back-to-back nights, district opponents, how do you kind of keep the guys fresh? How do you keep them engaged? Uh, without pushing them too hard, and then obviously uh, games become a whole lot more difficult. Yeah, I mean, we're going to, you know, I don't worry about boys as much as girls about getting out of shape, maybe as uh, being off a few days, because I'd say these boys have been out doing doing some stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, you got to figure out where our legs are at first and then uh, try to get up as many shots as we can and, uh, you know, it's going to be probably just do what you do best, and uh, the game planning may not be as extensive as as it has been through you know through the first part of the year, just because you're not going to have a whole lot of time to uh, to do game prep. Uh, so you know, film uh, film study is going to be big for us as coaching staff and as players, just to be able to watch, kind of see what everybody likes to do. Um, you know, for we haven't played uh, Livingston yet. We haven't played Stone yet. Um, so uh, we don't have any kind of game experience against those guys yet. And, uh, you know, that's going to be tough on us. 
you do have three games of district experience on the year so far, one and two in district play. Uh, just what have you seen from your team that you've liked in these last uh, couple games, in these three district games, and, and where do you guys have to continue to get better or get better quickly going forward? Well, we're just going to have to put four quarters together uh, on the offense and defensive end. I felt like uh, we played pretty well for, uh, you know, three quarters of the game at, at Upperman. Um, had a three or four minute stretch where uh, we didn't execute offensively. I thought we did a decent job on them um, defensively. Um, you know, they got a lot of, lot of weapons, so sometimes you have to pick your poison with them. But, uh, you know, played pretty well offensively against Cumberland County didn't do a good job defensively against those guys. Um, Torres had a great night against us, uh, and he's a good player, but I felt like we didn't do a good job of uh, of getting out on him in, in certain situations. So, uh, you know, just try to clean up the mistakes. I told the guys after the up in the game, you know, I think we were 5 for 11 for the free throw line. We missed two or three layups early in the game, and – you know, when you're playing good teams, the little things become the big things, and that's kind of what happened to us. In all three games, you've also uh, gone on to face a guy that can beat you, right? You see uh, Trip Pinion, you mentioned Torres against Cumberland County, and of course Upperman with several guys, but Ty Cobb has taken the district by storm. As you look ahead, each team in this district really has one or two of those guys how do you go into a game strategically and not let one guy, you know, for Stone, it's Cade Caps, uh, you know, so on and so forth. How do you not let one guy beat you? Well, I mean, you're, you know, those guys are good enough. They're going to get, uh, you know, they're going to get points. Uh, what you got to do is just limit the uh, the amount of points that they get. Um, you know, a good, you know, probably a good night against Cade Caps, you're going to have to hold him to 20 or under. Uh, and if he gets 20, you probably feel like you did a pretty good job against him, to be honest with you. So, uh, you know, you got to, you got to help off the guys that you feel like you can help off of to, to try to, to try to help against a kid like, uh, Caps or, uh, you know, Torres or any of those other kids that are very, very good in our district. Um, you know, I feel like we got one of those kids too, that people have to Mm -hmm. kind of scheme against, um, uh, so, and we got to do a good job as coaches staff, being able to get him in good situations uh, to get Connor the ball and uh, in certain situations throughout the game. So, I mean, you know, it's it's you pick your poison each and every night in this district, and it's going to be a, probably a wild finish. To be honest with you. Well, coach, I should almost just say let you do my job. You 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 led me right into the 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 flip side of that coin, right? The other side of that question is. How do you guys put Connor in good situations to be able to not only execute but help lift you guys in close district games? I, I mean, certainly White County not as close, but uh, it's just about a 10-point game with Upperman. You walk away with a 9-point win at Cumberland County. How do you put him in the situations where he can help push you over the hump in these district matchups? Yeah, well, we're just going to have some – we're just going to have to have some uh... – a good set plays against a man or against the zone, whatever we're facing that night, where we feel like it's a you know a need to basket. You know he's 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 going to have to go get the ball, and we're going to have to get it in his hands. And, you know, put him in situations where he's comfortable with the ball. Um, you know, and uh, do a little bit better job of that 
you know, in situations during the game where we, uh, where we might have, you know, had a lead. You know, we were up nine against uh, White County in the second quarter, and mm-hmm. then kind of got away from us. And I think part of that was we didn't get caught of the ball in situations that we need to have have him with the ball. And uh, of course, when you got Trip Pinion on your team, you always got a shot to win. He uh, does a really good job of running that team, and um, and when when you get behind. You get behind a team like White County or Baxter or you know any of those guys who have a really good point guard and they can put the ball in their hands and it just makes it tough on you defensively. So we're just going to do a better job of getting them the ball in certain situations. Head coach Joey Agee, DeKalb County Tigers basketball coach. Uh, one more before we let you go here. Uh, unless you guys have had to move some things around, and that might be true, but uh, according to the schedule I've got, you actually get to go to Warren County on Monday night. Uh, what is the benefit to kind of getting to come back from a weird week like this and not have to necessarily play a district opponent off the cuff? You kind of get to warm yourself back up against a non-district opponent uh, that obviously can present some challenges. Yeah, I think uh, that's going to be um, – that's probably going to work out, you know, a little bit better for us. I thought we were going to have to play Monday and Tuesday, but it don't look like we're going to get to play on Tuesday, so – uh, I thought we were, you know, we might possibly play Livingston on Tuesday, but it doesn't look like that probably will happen. So uh, we're still working on that date. We got Stone uh, scheduled, uh, I think, for the 27th, which is a Saturday. So, uh, you know, we'll be back-to-back district nights. But, uh, yeah, it, it'll help us get back, get our legs underneath us. And, you know, you always want to go into every game uh, wanting to win the game. But uh, more importantly, putting yourself in a good situation to move forward throughout the district. So, It'll be a it'll be a, probably beneficial for us to have a warm up game before we do head back in the district play. Tentatively Monday night, DeKalb County visits Warren County. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. From DeKalb County's boys to Livingston Academy's girls, DeKalb and Livingston hope to reschedule a game from earlier this week at some point, but that will not be anytime next week. Won't be today, and it won't be anytime next week, according to our next guest. That's head coach Leslie Riddle, Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats head coach. Coach Riddle, You've been around this game quite a long time. Have you ever seen a week like we are having where you're postponing multiple district games, no practice, no real shoot-arounds, no action of any kind? I really haven't. The only thing that I can think of is maybe you know, the COVID year where you know, if, if you had to quarantine your team, then you were away from, for them, from them for that long. Um, but no, this weather is, is something, and the temperatures seem to be making it worse. Yeah, certainly the temperatures aren't helping. Uh, what little communication you've probably been able to have with your team, uh, what, what are their feelings? How are they kind of staying in shape, staying sharp? Uh, because you know that if you get any practice time before you have to play again, it's going to be very minimal. Well, the only thing we can do really is, you know, try to. Con- keep the uh, conditioning as and some of them at their homes have instruments for that have exercise equipment and some don't so they're having to be creative and kind of do it their own way so every every single player is doing it differently and um one positive is we're able to get rid of you know some of the bumps and the bruises and the sprains and little things like that we're kind of nagging we've had that time to to improve those and um i think they've spent quite a bit of time watching film 
But, um, you know, really, we're going to lose a lot of conditioning, but, but so is everyone else. And uh, so we're all going to all gonna be in the same boat, I think. Let's take a look back at the last game you did get to play. That was uh, a week ago now at Stone Memorial, a big-time 61-52 win for you guys. That's not a, an easy uh, team, easy program coached by Mike Buck by any stretch. You, you made that clear when we got to talk about them. What did you like out of your team in that game, uh, and what were some of the things you saw that the team's going to have to continue to get better at as you uh, go further here into district play? Well, the thing I liked the best really was our was the way we played as a team, and different people stepped up to contribute, especially offensively. Um, uh, of course, Mally Carwell shot the ball extremely well, and and we did a good job finding her and getting her the ball when we realized she was she was going to have a shooting game like that. Um, I think I think everybody really played well. I think we only had uh, fewer than ten turnovers. I can't remember exactly, but and we've been turning it over way too much lately. So. Um, that was a positive in that direction, and um, we rebounded really well, especially with Stone being bigger than us. Of course, everybody in the district um, is pretty much bigger than us, so we, that was something we've been focusing on. So we out-rebounded them and, and did a good job with that, and everybody kind of contributed to that as well. Um, going forward, I think we need to get a little more production out of our bench players. Um, our starting five is doing a really good job of playing their role and doing what they need to do, but Going forward, I think some of our bench players have got to give us give us more quality minutes, especially if we're going to be playing three or four games a week. Yeah, you you talked about when we were in uh, South Carolina, your your substitution pattern, kind of trying to figure that out. How do you feel like that has gone? Getting Cora in, uh, getting Myla Daly and J.C. Garrett in as well at times. How do you feel like that has sort of started to round into shape here in district play? Well, it's definitely getting better, and I, I trust I trust those three that you mentioned, and Emma Poston, and, and even mm-hmm. J.C. Collins, um, to to go ten deep. But um, I trust them to be in the right place and to do the right thing defensively, and to rebound and and do all those li- little things. But um, I'd like to get them in the scoring column a little bit more, and they're very capable. Um, they're just not real comfortable still, and um, we're asking them to do some different things, working on that in practices. So uh, I trust I trust them completely, and. It's real encouraging looking to the future, knowing that all those that you just named are only sophomores, and um, and we're really going to need them going forward. Yeah, you also brought up a moment ago, uh, Mally Carwile has had a really, really, over these last couple of games, uh, a really good time shooting the basketball. Uh, had some big-time threes at Cumberland County in the second half. Had a great night, as you mentioned, at Stone Memorial. Uh, we know what Mally can do defensively. We know what her effort looks like, uh, sacrificing her body at times to to create possessions and turnovers. But what does she do for this team? What does it do for your offense when she's able to help stretch the floor and make some of those long-range shots? Well, that's exactly what it is. She just stretches it. Um, and a lot of people want to spend a lot of time uh, really shutting down Ellie or, or Keeley and um, they try to help off of other people, and as long as Mally's shooting it like that, you, you've got to respect it. Um, those those threes add up pretty quickly, and I've been real proud of her because, you know, last season she was out the entire season with a back injury. I mean, she didn't practice. She wasn't allowed to ride an exercise bike. I mean, she she was completely uh, not allowed to do anything, according to her doctors, and, and of course, the year before that when she was a freshman and, and didn't play, and so to go from two years of absolutely no basketball to a starter and, and producing like she is now. She's, I've been real proud of her and, 
she's actually done a, made a position change as well. When she was in the eighth grade, she was a point guard. And, you know, she's had to change positions and, and learn to play some um, defense on some bigger bigger players. And, and she's got, learned, had to learn to box out and rebound better because at the point guard position, you really don't have to do that a whole lot. So she's really done a lot of growing up. And, um, you know, maybe the year last year, we kind of called her a student coach. Um, so she got to work with some of the younger players. With, I mean, she was pretty young herself, a sophomore, but she got to work with the freshmen and try to teach them a little bit about our scheme and what we're trying to do. And so she's a very smart player on the floor um, at this point as well. So she's a real asset to us at this point. Yeah, speaking of assets and, and smart play on the floor, you've got a senior point guard, uh, Mally Jean Coleman. But what 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 does it do having this impromptu gap both for her to maybe get to 100% if she wasn't, but also felt like she was just kind of rounding back into form and now another week off kind of setting her back. Uh, what do you expect out of your point guard? Uh, obviously a very senior experienced player. Well, she's a very mature, um, a mature young lady, mature player. I, um, I, I felt like she was finally getting almost back to 100%. And that's with conditioning and comfort on the floor and everything. I think she did a great job at Stone Memorial of really controlling the whole game, both ends of the floor, um, with our defensive change-ups. And then, of course, offensively, she just kind of makes it happen. Um, honestly, I'm a little worried about this time off with her. I, um, she was she was really getting in a groove and had that month off, and it, it had taken her a while to get to it. So um, I, I'm, I'm afraid that this may set her back a little bit more, but hopefully her uh, – her mental toughness will let her bounce back pretty quickly. Well, we're all hoping that we get to play on Monday. If we do, though, it unfortunately can't get much tougher than the White County Warriorettes. 19-2 and on the season. Now, look, records, uh, especially in district play, can be deceiving. They are 2-1, and one, as you and I have talked about, because anybody on any night can beat anybody in this district. Uh, but what what do the Warriorettes do that you guys have to mentally be ready for Monday night, uh, assuming that you even get to get some practice time in over the weekend? Well, they do several things well. Um, Michael does a really good job of changing up his defenses, and so you have to prepare for a lot. You know, whether it's a full court trap or a half court trap or man to man or a zone. I mean, he he does a little bit of everything and. Um, so it, it's too late to start preparing for them if you wait till now anyway. <laughs> so you, you kind of got to be, you got to look at the best people in your district and kind of prepare for those people starting in November or actually back in June, honestly. So, um, but he does a good job changing up his defenses and obviously their strength is, is their size inside and their scoring inside. So Les Reed is an incredible player and, um, Ava Jones is having a great year shooting the, from, from the perimeter and, and playing inside. So, their size is something we have to consider and their strength of scoring inside. And another, another consideration is their transition. I mean, they, they transition and, and shoot the ball early in a possession. And if they're on, especially with their threes, it's going to be tough to defend them. Um, Cause they've got, I mean, three point shooters pretty much everywhere. And I know Winningham's having a really good year shooting the three. So they have, they have a lot of, a lot of things you got to prepare for and a lot of things you got to be ready for. And um, I, I just, Hopefully we're ready for them, and if we if we get to practice, we'll talk about a few things. But if we don't, we'll we'll learn from it and move on to the next one. Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats head coach Leslie Riddle joining us there on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
From one legendary head coach in Leslie Riddle to another in Jamie Gillis. Now time to talk with the Lady Cavaliers of Cookville, who could not be hotter than they have been over the start of the entire season, if we're honest. Coach Gillis, I don't know a, a, a easier way to ask this. You have been around the game in multiple facets uh, for a very, very long time. Have you ever seen anything like we are going through this week, canceling or postponing, that is, multiple district games, no practice, no shoot-around, uh, nothing able to be done? No, I haven't. And it's funny looking you know, on social media and saying that the entire state is out of school and you know, texting with different coaches um, and then saying, you know, no extracurriculars for us and, you know, same things for all the way across the board. So, you know, maybe maybe a, a good rest for everyone, but I think we're safe to say we're all ready to get back in the gym. Yeah, as you've maybe communicated with your players uh, and then obviously you yourself as a coach, how how kind of cabin fevered do you feel like you and your girls are and, and how itchy are you to get back in a gym? Well, we text a little bit. And, of course, you know, I, my daughter, Allie, um, is in my house, so I get to talk to her a lot about and what, what everybody's saying and what everybody's doing. And um, so we've, we've kept in a little contact. I've, you know, told them, you know, hey, do some, do some squats, do some push-ups, try to get on a treadmill if you got one so we don't come back completely out of shape. Um, but also, you know, enjoy the time with your family, go, go play in the snow and have a good time with it. Well, you guys, obviously, <laughs> Ooh, I don't know where that came from. You guys enter this crazy, weird sort of break on a, on a five game winning streak. Uh, what is, what does that do for you guys? You, you kind of cut off momentum. How do you hope to kind of pick that back up when you do get to be back in a gym? Well, I, like I said earlier, I think everybody's on the same, same, you know, playing right now because we've all had to be out. And, you know, I think when we get back to that first game on Tuesday, it might look sloppy for, for everyone uh, just because we've been off. I mean, hopefully we can get back in the gym this weekend and, you know, get some practices in before we play. But, you know, just you got to go with the flow and not much else you can do. But like I said, everybody's in the same boat, so it's not like anybody should have an advantage over anyone else. I don't think anybody's been able to practice. What are the things this team will continue to uh, improve, or or where the con- where your kind of focus is going to be? Uh, come you guys getting back in the gym, hopefully over the weekend uh, or early next week. Well, I mean, you know, we talk about this all the time, Colin. I just want our team to continue doing the things that that we do every day. We all we want to defend. You know, we want to make sure that we have our. When we, when we switch and you have to play somebody that's not maybe who you want to guard, you know, we're ready for that. You know, offensively, we want to just make sure we're, you know, getting enough shots up so we can knock down that shot when it's open. Um, you know, working on post moves with Isabel, just all those things that we do. I mean, we won't nothing, – nothing's going to be new when we get back. It's just going to be that same old thing, you know, just working on all those things that we are, we're pretty good at but just trying to improve on them. One of the things you and I talked about right before this crazy freak uh, weather kind of hit was the fact that for going forward for you guys, it was really all district games left. Postponing district games is a much bigger decision. It's much, much more difficult because you have to get them rescheduled. You have to get them played. Uh, that probably means that going forward, we're talking three game weeks. Now, that's not unprecedented for you guys. You 
uh, just recently uh, had a week like that. How do you prepare your team, though, for three-plus game weeks each week going forward to be able to get all these district games in? Well, this will be a time that I am very happy that we are deep and that we play a lot of kids because I feel like everybody's going to have to step up because we are going to – the way we play, we still want to play fast. We're not going to change that. So, you know, we're just going to have to have, you know, new people stepping in and being ready to to get in to give, you know, breaks for for, um, other players. And so, you know – that that's that's going to be the best we can do but fortunately at Cookville I have a lot of kids that can play and can get in and you know we we may be subbing you know three or four at a time instead of one or two just to get people you know a breather so they can get back out there but um you know hopefully we don't have any more and we will have three games next week and then three games I think the following week and then we start district play and then once that happens you know you got to you know, district tournament, region tournament, state tournament, you got to play three games in a day. So it's just get us prepared for, for where we want to go. You guys have scheduled it to be, what I believe is Tuesday, Thursday, Friday of next week, which means your first opponent, barring some even more unprecedented uh, insanity, is Wilson Central on Tuesday at home. Uh, a team you actually, I believe, most recently faced, 68 51. <laughs> Uh, what is what is that going to be like? I mean, in a sense, you're playing them in back-to-backs, but you will have had over a week off. What are some things they do that you figure they'll probably have adjusted that you have to key on? Well, what's funny is, you know, there's six teams, including us in our district, and we'll have played Wilson Central twice before we've played Lebanon, Laverne, and Stewart's Creek once. Yeah, so exactly. It's kind of weird how it worked out, but... Um, you know, we played Wilson Central last week at their place, and they're they're much improved. They've got some good guard play. They've got a good freshman post player. Um, and so, you know, we we scored on them at the rim, and I, I expect, you know, they're, them to make the adjustments to, to try to, you know, keep us away from the, the rim. I don't think we made a three in that game. Um, so I, I would expect them to, you know, maybe try to force us out of the middle, try to see what we can do from um, from distance. But – you know, we'll we'll just have to adjust to whatever they do. I, I feel confident. We've we, we we've got to work on our press a little bit when we get back to to try to keep them um, to try to turn them over a little bit in the press or turn our defense into offense. But um, you know, other than that, just doing what we do. Yeah, you're very big on doing what you guys do, concentrating on what the Lady Cavaliers do. And certainly I know that initially the answer to the following question will be, we're just going to do what we do. Uh, but is there anything, are there any similarities between Wilson Central, Laverne, Stewart's Creek uh, that you guys can kind of uh, concentrate on when you're not going to get a ton of practice time to change it up between opponents? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I've I've watched some film um, this week, but, um, you know, like you said, we're, we're going to play our game. You know, I told them last week when we played York, you know, we do scout team and we want to know who we're playing and we want to know their strengths and their weaknesses. But at the end of the day, we're going to play our game. And, um, you know, we want to, we want to keep playing that we, the way we do. We want to um, control the tempo of the game as much as we can. So, you know, we'll just, that, that's what we're going to do no matter who we play. We may have to make some adjustments based on a player. You know, Lebanon's going to be really good. They've got, you know, a couple freshmen that are really good. So we may have to change some things up with them. But 
for the most part, you know, we're just going to try to try to keep that tempo the way we want it. Play your game and make them play your game. Head coach Jamie Gillis, the Lady Cavaliers on the high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. From Jamie Gillis to Michael Green, Cookville and York, two teams who just got done playing a second game that had to go to overtime. Cookville and York would split the season series, but now it's the Dragonettes' head coach's turn. Michael Green with us now on the high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you coach volleyball, you coach basketball, you've been around, obviously, sports played in a gym and just the, you know, sports, high school sports in general. We are having one of the most unprecedented, crazy weeks uh, I know I've ever seen. What has it been like for you and in communicating with your girls? What has it been like for them to go five straight days, not just without a game, uh, but obviously no practice, no shoot around, no anything at all this week? Yeah, it's been terrible. Uh, We uh, had three straight games. Uh, Third game against Bearden was Saturday, and I was kind of looking ahead weather-wise, and I was like, I know y'all are dead. I know you're tired, but we're going to get in the gym Sunday because, you know, who knows how long we'll we'll have to go without being in the gym. And uh, got in there for a little bit Sunday, and uh, next thing you know, every day uh, we we, we plan on having – Went on having practice and then get a call saying we can't practice. And, uh, you know, I've never, I don't know, this is the first time, I guess in probably 15 years that I've ever had to go a week without practice. It's, uh, you know, it's very frustrating. And, and, you know, we're not a, we're not a senior laden team. We, we, we really need to be, uh, in the gym getting better right now because we're running out of time, uh, season wise. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different looks defensively that we're expecting to see. And it's kinda, you know, it's hard to get it's hard to get better at that stuff if you can't be in the gym. You can't uh you know, you you can you can send group text to hey, watch this or be looking at this, but if you're not in the gym actually getting that time, you know, it's crucial. And this this uh I mean, this has been a huge setback for us. Yeah, you guys three and three over your last six games uh as well. Uh, what do you think over those last six games, as we try to take a look back a little bit, uh, what was it about those last six games where you guys kind of fell back down to earth into the 500 mark? Uh, and when you're able to get back in a gym, where do you guys have to immediately begin to improve? Uh, of course, Blackman was uh, it was over the break. Uh, we did with a little adversity during that time, and uh, – Blackman's a great team. I think they had all their players back for the first time all season. Uh, really good competition, competitive game for us. Uh, Cookful was what uh, you know the second half. I said that's the first time all season that we looked like a team that everybody thought we would be. Where Reese was, you know, the focal point, and everybody was just kind of watching. And we hadn't had that kind of collapse all season. Uh, very unexpected, but it was a good time to have it. So hopefully, you know, we can. That was why we're needing this practice time so we can practice those situations and these little different types of defenses, you know, maybe some different junk looks, some some trapping and, uh, you know, stuff like that. That's the only way you can get better at that stuff. And, you know, it's uh, you can't do that if you're not in the gym. I don't know. It's just extremely frustrating. And, uh, you know, like I said, first time ever that I've had to had to deal with this, and this is not the time that we – we need to be kept out of the gym uh, because, uh, you know, the Cookville game and the Bearden game, different types of defenses, uh, you know, that's going to be our focal point when we get back in the gym. And, you know, hopefully hopefully that will happen here before we have to play our, 
play on Monday. And I don't even know if we're going to play Monday or not. But uh, you know, it's unprecedented to go to go five days without uh, any gym time at all. Assuming you do get to play Monday, how do you set a young team like this up that hasn't been in a gym for a week? How do you set them up for what probably turns into three game weeks for the next couple of weeks entering district tournament play? Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know. We, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, you know, you're looking at three, three and four, three and four games a week, and you know, it's different. You know, if you've got seniors and and even juniors that are, that, that have a lot of playing time, they kind of know what to expect and know how to attack different situations and. You know, we're we're mainly sophomores and freshmen, and uh, you know they don't have that experience, and they don't know, uh, you know, how to attack every single situation that that we that we face, and that's why this practice time is crucial. And uh, you know, I think it's uh, you know it's just some more adversity we've got to overcome. Uh, very frustrating, but you know we can't make any excuses. We'll just have to. <laughs> I guess we'll have to adjust the best we can during the game. I don't, I don't know, man. It's. Uh, you know, we just have to show up and play and hope for the best. But that's what uh, you know. That's when it gets tournament time. That's not a good. That's not a good uh, scenario to to have. No, no, absolutely not. Head coach Michael Green, uh, York Dragonettes basketball coach. Uh, before we let you go, something we have talked about before. Let's highlight the positive, and that is that Reese Beatty does exist. Reese Beatty is on this team, uh, along with a couple other uh, semi-experienced uh, girls who you've obviously coached. Uh, across sports, both volleyball and basketball, what do they mean in a time like this? What does a Reese Beatty mean to this team, to your program, in a time like this so unprecedented? Well, I mean, like, you know, right now, uh, you know, without the practice time, without the, without the getting to practice a situational, uh, you know, against the defenses that we've not seen all year, uh, you know, we're going – Reese's going to have to put us on her back. And, you know, the thing about it is we've got extremely capable players that we've shown throughout the entire season, uh, you know, and they've taken up the slack when Reese has struggled in, in some games. But we, we yeah, I don't know, we had a rough couple of games there where it was, uh, you know, the inexperience showed and uh, kind of kind of the confidence that, that some players had built for themselves kind of had just kind of seemed to evaporate instantly. But, uh, you know, we've got to uh, – We've got to rely on her. You know, Rayleigh Werner is the only other player that we have that, that played meaningful minutes last year. But at the same time, you know, you're, you're over halfway through a season. There's no, you know, there's no excuses. Like, I'll tell them all, you're, if you're playing or starting, you know, for, for us, you know, you must be pretty good because I, I consider us a top three team in, in AA. So, you know, that should be the only confidence you need. It's just a game experience that we need. And, uh, you know, we're going to rely on Reese, and when Reese is not on, hopefully we'll we'll show up like we have before. But you know, I'm not. Uh, I like where we're at. I just wish we. Uh, you know, it's just very frustrating not being able to to fix some things that I know that we could fix if we could be in the gym. Head coach Michael Green, like so many, frustrated uh, that you haven't been able to get into a gym. Coach, I do appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to me, and uh, really looking forward to. Uh, basketball next week hoping we get to play on monday yeah uh, it's uh i don't know it's not looking like it here we uh you know we got we got quite a bit more snow uh even overnight but uh, oh yeah hopefully we can hopefully we can play soon up there in jamestown i don't doubt it head coach michael green york dragonettes basketball joining us on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders
Closing it out on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you as I have been all morning. Want to remind everyone, tentatively today, Clark Range going to try to take on Pickett. Might want to check with your you know local you know representative. I have reached out and so far uh, have heard that they will be playing, but that could change at any moment. So please uh, absolutely double check before you get out on the roads. Now we do know Monday, tentatively, barring the weather getting crazy again, White County will visit Livingston Academy. Jackson County will take on Smith. And Monterey and York will play Monday evening, regularly scheduled times, 6 p.m. tips. L.A. coverage will begin on WLIV. That's 101.9 AM 920 at around 540 or so from Livingston Academy. Again, all of this barring the weather getting better, roads improving, conditions improving. And with that... If you're at home, stay home. If you have to get out, plan extra time. Be cautious. Be safe. But please, don't leave unless you have to. Enjoy the time at home. I know it sucks. Your cabin fever, I've got it too. Uh, Believe me, I'm not having the most fun just hanging out at the house. But it's what's good for everybody. It's what's safe. So stay warm. Stay safe. And most importantly, stay listening to the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders.